Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ladies, gents, what a time to be alive. We have every single player that you want in your side or you're thinking about popping in your side under 600K. So we got the value guys and also the cash cows that are under 350K. There are 68 players that we're gonna be going through in this video and you should not have to watch another video after this one unless you're looking at the guns there. This really should answer all your questions heading into your round one team. Obviously, it's the most important time of the year to get that round one team somewhat correct. We're obviously going to make some mistakes and, and be able to rectify a few of them. But the more things you can do right in this round one, the better you're going to be. Obviously, a good rank in those first few weeks is going to be super important as well. Okay, guys, the value plays. We've got Egan Butcher there. Really safe pick, I think. Really looking at him, probably averaging about 50. The news of Angus Crichton. Unfortunately, not going to be back for a good while now. Egan Butcher's spot in the team is safe. And he's one of those guys that could come out and score a try, or he could get you 40 or 45 tackles on a nightly basis. So for Butcher, I think he's really safe in at that sort of 560k price, and he's going to be in my side. Hopgood, obviously a bit of a must-have here. And I'm actually going to throw the vice-captaincy on him, considering he plays the first game of the round. So it's good to Pop your vice-captain on someone that plays early, just in case something happens with your captain there. So, hop good, get him in your side. He is a must-have. It's a little bit all over the place, guys. This is not my rankings, by the way. It's just a, you know going through all the names, guys in my team, guys that aren't in my team, and, and just adding them there and giving my take on all of them. Eli Katoa there, really high upside for him. Even if he's getting the 60 minutes, you know, you've got him and Trent Lioro, who could both get 80 minutes, could both get 60 and I think both of them at that minute level is going to be fine. What you see there with the Storm bench makeup is the guys that could probably take big minutes from them. So I really would not stress on that. And both with 60 minutes are going to be fine. So Katoa has a bit more upside than Trent Lioro, but he's a little bit more expensive. So Trent there at 389. I feel like he probably is just too cheap to fade really with the, the Storm bench makeup. So... If he's someone that you'd like to upgrade, potentially at some, uh, you know, if you've got an extra couple hundred K and you want to go up to a Wilton or you want to go up to a Butcher or something like that, I think that's completely fine. But if you, you know, you got 450K left, the Allrosie guy leaves you about 60, 70K remaining. I think that's a good way to play it. They play in the this uh, first game on Thursday night. So you get to look at him straight away. 
and so then you can make your decisions on there. And at 389, you if you make a mistake, which is a good thing with a lot of these mid-price guys, the value guys, if you do make a mistake and you own it straight away, trade them out, bring in another guy that could do a good job for you there. So that's Trent Oro. Teague Wilton. So I think the value is there, but can you fit him in your side? There's so many of these cheap guys with Hopgood, Katoa, Lioro there. You've got Jackson Ford and stuff who we'll speak about a little bit later that are cheaper than him. Do you think Wilton can average the 50? If you look at his stats from last year, he definitely can. He has a little bit more of a base of stats there than, than what Butcher has in terms of a breadth of stats, I should say, sorry. Many more games than what Butcher has had on that edge. And in a good team, Teague Wilden, I think he's a great option. 30K cheaper than Butcher as well. So pick one of them if you've got the, the extra cash. If you don't, then those cheaper guys are going to be completely fine as well. So that's Wilden, very interesting one. Suali, I'm flirting with him in, in and out of my side at the moment. I'm looking to spend a little bit extra cash. I seem to have a little bit at the moment. So for me, it's Suali, Stags, Tass, Cola. They're the four options that I'm looking at, or I just go really cheap with um, Isaac Thompson. So we'll speak about him a little bit later as well. But Suali, you look at the first few games, they've got Dolphins and they've got Warriors. He's coming off the uh, concussion, unfortunately, you know, running into Olakwatu's big body. Uh, there it is. But you know, with Suali, there you get him just under 500K, has a big boom chance to average 50 or 60 over the first couple of games, along with Daniel Tupo on that left side. Uh, Suali obviously just covers the center and the wing fullback as well. You can see him average 50 over those first few weeks, and then really you can make your decision on him. I'm seeing it as you get the first three weeks, and then round four they've got the buy. You can decide whether you want to keep him or not in in that week. You know the other way. The other way you could go is someone like Stags and Tass, who both don't have a buy for a long time. Okay, all the way through, even through that first Origin buy, uh, which is going to be super important. But Stagsy, I'm really worried about him. I've had him in and out of my team as well. But his boom or bust qualities is something that I'm very scared of. You look at his first few games last year and you know over his career, he's very easily able to get a 25 with a bunch of missed tackles and errors, low run meters, and then the next week come out and get 70. So if he comes out and has a few good games to kick it off, he could really push you ahead, but he could also get a 20 or so uh, and scare you there like he's slightly scaring me off. So they have a, you know, have a tough couple of first games, Panthers, but it is up against Garner's edge. You know, and he already missed a few tackles last week in the uh, in the preseason trial, but obviously a new edge slightly there. Tottenham's going to come back over there. So, yeah, interesting that. Uh, and then, you know, a slightly easier game in round three with the Dragons, for example. So a few things with Sags. Definitely do your research on him. And along with Tass, they have a pretty tough first bunch of weeks, obviously, but they are a good team. So I'm really tempted with Tass. He's in for a big year, I think. He could do a really good job in your side, I think, and he is 2K more expensive than Stag. So if you've got that price point there, either one of them is going to do a good job for you. Tell us our caller. So for him, I'm very interested in him as well. He looked really, really good in that trial at the slightly cheaper price point, 50K cheaper than Stag's. You can get Kohler there, who doesn't play in round two is the big worry there. He's a dual position. I think he's improved. And really, he's going to have a tough few games to kick this off. Yeah, they got the Dogs to kick it off. They've got Eels in round three, I believe. Uh, and it can, you know, it stays fairly difficult for the first few weeks. So, you know, no easy games there like you see with, or easier games like you see with the drag, uh, the, the Roosters there, who they did have a uh, an easier game at the start of last year with the Knights and it just didn't turn out to be that way. So, who knows what, you know, we're, we're going to be, especially these mid-range type of guys, we're all going to be taking a bit of a punt, to be honest with you, on, on them there. All right, Tanner Boyd. So he's got the upside. He's got the jewel. Really, I think you just have to pop him in. With Brandon Smith in there, 
at the hooking position, got to be out of round four. You're going to need Boyd likely to cover that unless you have a Harry Grant or something like that. So Boyd needs to be in your side. Miller, you see some consistency for him there in that tough wing fullback position. So I think he needs to be in most people's sides. If you want to go to a gun or you want to go cheaper than him and spend that money elsewhere, then that's okay as well. But I think he's a good idea. Should be able to get into the mid 500s to 600K mark, I'd say. Average somewhere in the 40s, which would be cool. Brandon Smith, just don't miss him. Dual position, guy that has the upside. At worst, he's probably going to stay the exact same price. He doesn't really have someone to cover him on the bench. There's no Jake Turpin there. So Hutchinson will probably play a little bit through the, uh, through his position. But you say 60 minutes for Smithy would be pretty fair. And that's enough for him to do really well. Aaron Clark, so the no start means probably not big minutes. I think he's a little bit of a watch over these first few weeks. He still did get the duel, which was really cool. Same with Isaac Thompson, same with Hopgood for those that are uh, interested and asking there. So Clark, I think he can just wait on him. Corey Horsburgh, looks like it's probably the same role this year. He's staying on the bench. He's still going to play that 50 minutes. Probably has a little bit of value, 45 to 50 minutes there. Probably five points of value. Is that enough? Up to you on that one. Hammer, I see him as being a bit of a trap, to be honest with you there. The 370K, I think he can go a little bit cheaper. There are better options. Even guys like Tommy Talao, I think, could average a similar amount or slightly below. Uh, both have the jewel and in a better team, obviously, Talao is, and you know, 120K cheaper. So that's that. Tommy Gilbert, also a trap. I can see him scoring well, you know, well enough. Probably keeps his price. Uh, potentially a little bit of value on him, but eh, at 560-odd K, I think it's a no for me. Remus Smith, he's going to be solid without being spectacular. So will you spend up the 370? Again, if you want to, I don't think there's, I don't see a big issue with it, but personally, not for me. Chancellor Cooksar, so I think he's going to be solid as well. He's going to do his job like he always does. Can he get back to the 40 heights of Raiders days? Potentially. Am I going to wait and find out? I think I'm going to fade him. Um, was potentially looking at Tamati Martin as well instead of CNK just to get that little bit extra cash to spend elsewhere. So we'll speak about him a little bit later. Jackson Bolo there, we've got him on the right edge of the Roosters. So they have a great first couple of games as well with the Dolphins and the Warriors. Again, you want to have a little bit of a boom or bust with him at that bit of an awkward price. Then, you know, they're at the 400k mark. Then you could go for him for sure. If they can go right and score well, then awesome. Uh, if not, I think you're happy to leave him out. Utokamanu, I think he's a mini trap. It potentially has a little bit of value, but we're not sure how they're going to play Joe Fengawe. He could end up playing in the 8 or the 10 role with Clemmer. Uh, Blake Bateman could come into the 13 role. Uto Komaru could get 40 minutes still even starting. So he needs 50 minutes, I think, for him to be worth it. And I'm just not sure if he's going to get it. He might get a first round. But we saw last year in the first round, he got the 50-odd minutes and still didn't score that great. So how's he going to go? That's the big question mark for, for Uto. So I'd proceed with caution for him. Mitch Kenny. Luke on the bench, I think, kills his value. A few people have said that with Luke in the team last year, he's still able to play 65 minutes plus. I just don't know if you can take the risk on him. You know, he's at an awkward price as well, that 370 mark there. If he doesn't get the role you're looking at, if he plays 50-55, like 20 or 30 through hooker and a, a 20 or 30 through the middle, I just don't see it as being enough for him. He's just priced at an awkward one there. When he, when he plays, you know, 70 plus minutes, he can average 40 but he has to get 70 plus minutes. I'm not sure if we can get it. So you can wait on him and Sonny Luke, I think, until you know those first two games, they get the buy in round three. You can watch from there and then make your decision in round four and, and see what happens there. Mark Nichols, I think he's an okay option. There's a little bit of value there as well, 
but really you're banking on him being that big minute guy off the bench. Is that going to happen? Is it going to go to Jared Wallace, who I didn't actually put in this video, but they're both a similar option there. They both probably have five points of value, but is that enough at an awkward price when you can spend a little bit less? Uh, who will speak about some of the cash cows later? Probably not. Sunova, uh, Taruva, sorry. Uh, we've got him just really pricey, to be honest with you. The 470K, unfortunately, just gets him at a price point of where he was in the couple of games that he played last year. People thinking he was going to get uh, a spot you know, for the first few games, which he definitely was with Taylor May. That's why they priced him up. Really annoying. I think, again, you can just watch him till round four and make your decision on him there. Uh, we got Brown, so Farmano Brown, in the 13 role for the Dogs, which is really interesting because... Is he going to stay there long-term? Is he going to be a 13? Is he going to be the 14 with Thompson out for a long time? Are they going to stick with that or are they going to chop and change that? I think they'll chop and change for sure. There's definitely a small chance, or well, a decent chance, sorry, that RFM for Talamariner there is going to play some middle minutes and we might see Preston come onto the edge. So again, we'll speak about Preston a little bit later, but that's the way I'm seeing this at the moment. Brown, really awkwardly priced to that 500 mark. So I think you can watch on him, see what happens and see what type of minutes he's going to get. And if he plays absolutely like an absolute superstar, which we know he's come out and done really good stuff off the bench uh, in previous uh, previous teams and in previous years, then he could be a solid one for sure. Fatal Marinard, we want him on the edge. So a bit of a question mark now with Luke Thompson getting injured, that pr provides some space in the middle, which might may mean that he does play a few minutes there. So I'm a little bit worried on that. Is he going to play the full 80 minutes? If he does on the edge, then he's got value. If not, I think we fade him. Ryan Sutton to, to stick on with this dog side. 15 minutes, I think, is on offer now. He has a little bit of value if he hits that. I think there's probably five to seven, eight points of value on him and a little bit more safety on his role. When TPJ comes back, things might change in the round two, three, four, whenever that happens. So I think he's definitely a risk for sure. Garner, what, we, what we're looking at with him is you really need to trust his bank of scores. He didn't play very well in the wet the other night. It was his first game with the Panthers. I think we can forgive and forget that one. I'm personally going to wait until round four with him, see how the first two games go. Look, if he averages 40, he's probably going to make 50K, which is not ridiculous. If he averages 45, probably 70 or 80K in that first couple of weeks at, at most, uh, if he averages sort of somewhere there, given his price in the low 30s. So really 50K, 60K, whatever it's going to be, if he comes out and does really well, you can pick him up if you think he's going to continue to average 45 with no buyers for a good while. Otherwise, if he hits like that 30-odd, 35, 38, I think you can just leave him out of that awkward price. So there's Katoa, you've got Lioro, as I spoke about earlier. Uh, Ford, these types of guys, there's plenty going on uh, with him there. Cohen Hess, he's an interesting one, but I just think he's too expensive with just only a, a little bit of value there. So really move on from Hess. Bradman Best, he's a bit more of a boom or bust type of guy as well. Carries a lot of injuries, you know, gets injured regularly, I should say and concussion risk and stuff like that as well. So on Ponga's side, he can come out and get a 60 or 70. They have a semi-soft draw to kick it off. A couple of middling teams they play, which is nice. Ma'am, really, I see improvement coming from him, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, a little bit of value for sure. And it's going to depend on how the Broncos go. They have Panthers first up and then Cowboys uh, following that. So interesting how they're, how they're going to play and how he's going to go. But I think, you know, just being able, missing out on kick meters, for example, is going to be an important one for him to get over a 50 average. So him in the early 500s at the moment, you need him to be able to expand his game, whether it's in triasis, running for 100 plus meters and getting lots of tackle breaks and stuff like that, or increasing his kicking. And are they going to come? Maybe a little bit of everything, but really not sure if you can pick him up from round one, but I do like him. 
Lodge, there's big minutes on offer in this Roosters pack. If you see, if you look at their bench, it's white. It's these types of guys here um, who aren't going to be playing huge minutes. So I'd say Lodge for 50. probably has a little bit of value on that. But at 500k, I think we could fade him as well. Ponga, he's going to be your boom or bust guy this year. So if you want to be risky, pick him. You know, in that fullback position, it's a bit of a tough one, that whole position. So I can see why people are looking at Ponga. He'll get that jewel as well, the six uh, of the halfback position and the fullback, which is nice. So if you like him, if you're a Knights fan, whatever you do, you can pick him. Uh, but be prepared for him to go poorly. You could also get a 70 or 80 out of him, which is great as well. Penasini, I think he'll take the next step. He's someone that I'm interested in as well. He's just slightly more expensive than the bracket that I had. Uh, I think he's a, a pretty safe option. If you look at his scores, he's very consistent, very similar to that of Isaiah Tass. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So just that slight bit cheaper. Uh, the team probably slightly worse, but he gets a run all the way until round 14 by. So I think Penasini is a great option there for sure. All right, all right let's move down to Saifidi. So Daniel Saifidi there. I just don't think he sh showed what we needed to see out of him to step up and improve in this pack. So I think he's going to score similar or maybe a slight extra bit of value, but not enough. Nia Kore, I think he's too expensive as well. Unfortunately, got priced up. He was solid. Dual position is nice. I think you've got to watch for his minutes. If he's getting 80 week in, week out, then it's probably a bit of value and you can make that trade. But really, I think he's a tough one to start with. Lindsey Collins, a little bit of value there, but he has injury worries, concussion worries, a bit going on there. Uh, so minutes are going to be there for him as well. But... With the buy in round four, can you do it? I don't think so. Brian To'o, left side, there's a little bit of value on him as well. If you'd like To'o and you've got some cover for him in round three, then I think that's going to be absolutely fine. Awesome. Sean Johnson, it's his team. He's got the goal kicking. There's definitely a little bit of value there. So if you like him, I don't see the big issue in, in picking him up. Their first bunch of games isn't ridiculous either. So goal kicks, maybe a couple of goals would be nice. Hopefully the Warriors play well. Not for Luma. He's in a better team. Always one of the good wing fullbacks in the comp. So don't be surprised if he comes out and scores a double and gets 70 in round one. Something like that. So keep him in mind if you're interested in him. Herbie Farnworth. He's expensive, but he should deliver. 570k. It's just a little bit higher than the other guys. Uh, can he average 40-odd? I think he can. He's going to be a boom or bust type of guy. Uh, not as crazy as Stags, but I think he will uh, get the job done. He's locked himself in for next season with the Dolphins. Does that hurt or hint? Uh, I don't think so. I don't really think it makes a difference. The, the Broncos really need to have a good year this year and they can't be messing around with their gun players who are going to be moving on. Flegler, Farnworth, these types of guys. Wade Egan. So for him, looks like big minutes, but he doesn't always score well in those big minutes. He's a very up and down type of player. He could get 80 minutes and get a 38. 
he could get 60 minutes and score a try and get 60. So he's one of those guys that just has a lot going on uh, and, and isn't super consistent there. But if you like him, I can't see him going any worse than, you know, 600K or a bit under where he is now. So definitely a little bit of value for sure. Nick Meany, I think he's priced about right. If you're interested in him, he'll deliver. How good is he going to go? He doesn't have the Heinz upside that Heinz did when he came in at fullback. Definitely doesn't have the Pappy upside. So that's that. Okay, that was the value video, guys. For those that are... The value part of the video. For those that have been sending me uh, messages about their teams and stuff like that, just be aware, guys, I get inundated with with messages and I thank you so much. It's been absolutely incredible this preseason. This last few days has been absolutely wild, the amount of views that the videos are getting. So a big thank you, guys. It's growing each and every year. So just a, a, in, in there, a big thank you. But if you are sending me a team, it's going to be hard to reply to them. I'm making sure I'm prioritizing the private group, guys. If you want guaranteed replies up until uh, half an hour before that first game, then jump in the private group. I would really appreciate that. And it's going to be worth it for sure. Cash cows now under 350K. Ford, we're going to start with him. Jackson Ford. He's, I think he's probably too cheap to leave out with his work rate. You know, we saw what he's been able to do in the middle and probably underutilized a little bit at the Dragons. So moving to the edge on the left side for the Warriors. He doesn't come without his wrists. We know Josh Curran's there waiting in the wings. They're probably going to play him again on that right side. And then Neokore comes through the middle. Ford could come to the middle as well. Just be aware of that, guys. He is a middle. Well, yeah, he's played a fair bit of middle. So yeah, I think you're going to pop him in at 340. Warbrick, he has that boom potential, which is why I think he needs to be in your side. He's going to have good base and he's in a good side with the Storm. You know, I think the game in round one is going to be close. So whether you play him, whether you play Talal, something like that, that's going to be the question mark there. But yeah, Talal, Jewel, better Tigers team at 250K. I think you just need to have him in your side as cover at worst, or you could play him in the centers or the wing fullback. Ben Murdoch-Masilla, he's someone I'm interested in at the moment because looks like Bird's been training at 13. The chance JDB goes to eight. He had the really good trial form. He got 45 in both of those, you know, ran really well. They need someone with a bit of vigor. They obviously have Jaden Sua, but you know, how much can he do as one man? And Ben Hunt. So if they can got two edges going hard, either side, Jack Bird is kind of a link man. I think that works well. JDB is definitely more of a, just a middle forward there. Um, you know, base stats, that kind of that kind of guy gets through his work. And I think Ben Merkmasilla could, could play that. He's a bit of a calculated risk. You know, there's a good chance that he gets that edge spot. And if he does, he can score well and make us some cash. And he's a looper in round one. So if you're not sure on looping, guys, jump in the Discord group. Phil has done an awesome uh, article there on how to loop. So jump in and check that out. Uh, but yeah, him being in the in the mids, you can you can loop someone in that mids or you just have him in that uh, fire, in the four spot and you can loop that one extra guy. But again, go in there and check that out. Tyrell Sloan, I think he's a bigger risk than Murdoch Masilla in the same team, really for scoring. We're not sure how he's gonna go. And also that job security, that's the big worry for him is just how is he going to go in this side? And if he doesn't perform well, he obviously gets you know, poor scores for you and your team, and then he can get dropped. So they've got guys like, you know, if JDB's, sorry, if, if Bird's going to be at 13, they've got Mbai at the one, they've got, you know, Sullivan that can play six. There's a bunch of different things they can do, guys. So just be aware of that when you're, you're looking at your, your side and if you're going to go for Sloan or if you're just going to go for one of these other cash cows. And there's plenty. The next bunch of guys I'm going to talk about could all be in your side, guys. So, yeah, whether you go for Sloan or not, I think it is a little bit of a worry. And I think there's better options. Uh, Isaiah Katoa, he's cheap. Don't expect the world for him uh, from round one. They have, obviously, the Roosters, who most likely should come out and beat them. Really, it's their first game in the top grade ever. So, yeah. Katoa, at 230K, that is helpful. I think he's going to play a fair bit this year. So, 
whether you just get him in now and you know take the good with the bad you're probably not going to play him he has that half cover as well if you if you're looking for some half cover and there will be games where they play a slightly lesser side and it'll be a lot closer and he could come out and do well he's it's a very nice attacking type of player so he could do a great job uh, i think yeah he's a solid one for sure Preston, I think he's almost playable in your 17. I'm probably expecting 40 minutes and 30 plus points. If they keep this bench uh, how it's looking now, there's not a lot of big minute guys in there. They've got Tanner in there as a new fella. So I think Preston's that guy that he has really consistent base and I think he'll feature at some point of the year. There's also a chance he moves to that edge, which would be awesome if uh, RFM comes into the middle. Very exciting there for sure. Preston, he's in my side. Shawnee Bloor, he's a very interesting one. I'm playing with him in and out of my side. He's going to be great until Bateman returns, but does, does Bateman play 13? Does he stay on an edge? If Bloor comes out and shows he's super talented and he's ready to go for this season, then maybe that's what they do. Bateman goes to 13, Joe O to uh, Utokamanu's starting position, and Stefano's a nice bench forward there, which could be great for him. That's the question mark. Bloor, he should score well in round one if he's getting big minutes on that edge. So if you do pick him up in your side and you are going to loop with a BMM or a Sloan, for example, then he could be a good one to loop with. Preston could be a decent one to loop with as well. So keep that in mind, guys, when you're looking at your sides. Okay, we've got the Eels back row. We have Dury, and we also have the Cardi Party. I can't believe the Cardi Party's here. So very different type of players, and both probably definitely have the spot for the first sort of three weeks. And then we'll expect Sean Lane to come back, and also Ryan Madison. And that changes things for sure. So which one of these guys loses their spot? You'd probably say Cardi does because he didn't get the start in any of the trial matches. If Dury plays okay, then I think he keeps that spot. So he's probably the safer one. Definitely in scoring-wise, he's going to be the safer one. I, you know, the first three weeks, I think he makes money. I think he scores about 30 to 33 average. So it might be a 27. There might be a 38 in there if he gets some big tackle uh, numbers or if he randomly scores a try or something like that. Uh, but don't expect the world from him. Whereas Cardi, I think he's going to be much more of a boom or bust type of guy. For those that have played a long time, we've seen him be amazing. We've seen him come in and look like he's going to get big minutes and then not. But his PPM is pretty solid. He seems to come in, get an offload or a line break assist or something like that. How's he going to go? Is he going to play big minutes? There's so many question marks with these two. If you want to be a risky player, go Cardi. If you don't, uh, don't if you don't want to, then go Dury. But both could lose their spot in round four. So. Is that enough time to make you some money? Or are you happy just to leave them out of your side and not worry about having that headache? So definitely some positives and some negatives to both of them there. Cam Pereira. So for him, expecting 50s and 10s. Like, yeah, there'll be a game there. I think round two, they have an easier matchup. Uh, Tigers will be okay in round one, so he could do okay there. Or he could get, you know, 15, 20, 10, 8. He's that type of player, I think, on that, uh, on that wing for Titans. We've seen Pat Herbert and these guys over the years have some really low scoring games on wings and centers and stuff like that. With the Titans, Cam Pereira could be that guy. But at 230K, you're not risking too much to have him in your side. So I'm fine with him being in that 21 position for sure. Paul Alamotti. So we get a nice base for him. I think he's playable in your 17, whether it's him, whether it's Tommy Talao, whether it's Isaac Thompson, whether you go a more expensive center, then... Either way is good, but I think he'll be fine in that first game to get you sort of, you know, a 25 if he doesn't score and probably a 40 if he scores. So he's a good one to have. Tanner, I spoke about it, him earlier. 20 minutes we're expecting. Anything above that's a bonus, but I'm not going to look at him in my side. Davi Moale will be, would be a better option straight up. We're expecting sort of 30 minutes for him with that bench. I think he's an okay option for sure. Probably makes a bit of cash. He looked like he was a, an improved player in the trial, that recent one. So he could be a solid one for sure in your side. If you want him, awesome. 
Sonny Luke, I think we can wait and see for him with the minutes. You know, does he get the 50 in the first couple of weeks? If he does, you slot him straight into your side in round four. And he would probably only be about 50K more expensive. So you can get him at 300 for a guy that 50 minutes, probably can average 30, 35, 40 if he gets a, a try or a try assist or something like that. And he makes his name known in this side. So I think he's fine that you can just watch uh, over the first few weeks. But completely up to you how you want to play that one. Harley Smith-Shields, I think he's going to be boom or bust as well. You see his previous scores, they're all pretty solid. The rest of them are on the wing. So how's he going to go in center? You know, I'm not really sure. In the trial, he looked okay. Missed a few tackles. Uh, wasn't too exciting there. Uh, but he hasn't been in the team for a while. So something to think about that maybe he improves in game one. They come up against the Cowboys, which could be tough as well at home. So uh, question marks. Thinking 40 or 15 for him. Good scores on the wing, not in the center position. Franklin Pele, the 20 to 30 minutes I think is there for him. At a PPM of one, I think he's an okay pick. You, know, you could probably get sort of 100K out of him pretty comfortably in the first bunch of weeks, even if he gets sort of 25 to 30 minutes. So not a big worry for him there. Thankfully, he's got the first few weeks to with TPJ out. And then it might be a question mark then as if he makes a side or, or if Tanner comes out or something like that. So depending how he goes in the first few weeks, could make money, could be a bit... Uh. Mariota. So it looks like probably one week for him. Josh Papali is... In, uh, is injured for this week. He should be back next week. He should drop out and Solo should come in uh, to go to the bench most likely. But either one of them will, will be in there. Don't get too excited on Solo there. He has one week as a starter. Josh Papali will be back next week. So don't get too excited as I said. Okay, Ray Stone. Really, the minutes, I'm really not sure. Like he could get 20, he could get 30, he could get 40. I just don't know. And at 257, he's a slight bit more expensive when we're not sure on his role. Really, we're not sure on a lot of these guys' role, guys, but really you've got to make a decision. I think Stone isn't out for me at the moment, but if you want him, you can take the punt for sure. If he gets 40 minutes, there's definitely some value there. Uh, Perham, job security is the main worry with him. He has the ability to score a 10 or a 40 as well. So are you going to take that risk at not basement price when I think Tommy Talao could score just as well at 48K cheaper and a dual position? That probably makes a decision for you. Sean Kepi there, he's an interesting one. There's so much, un so many unknowns to him and his game. He has played some decent minutes before, 40 to 50 minutes, got you a 30 or 40 and made you some cash. But there's a reason why he's so cheap, just over 300K, is that there'll be games where he gets 20 minutes, he gets moved from the starting side to the bench. There's some games he gets the start and he doesn't even score that well anyway. So he's an okay option for sure, but he is scary to me and for those that have watched him over the last bunch of years. But he's okay. Makatoa, someone I find least scary out of those two, I think he's got a really safe first three games. I could see your first three round average of 35 pretty comfortably, 37, 38, you know, good chance as well. And that leaves him, you know, making about 100K in that first three weeks. So I think he's a solid one at 300K. If you have that extra money, just sitting there, if you have 100K spare, upgrade one of your 250 or 230 guys to him, get some good scores in that first three weeks that are safe, and then you can potentially move him on if you want. See how he goes back on the bench with Madison and, and Lane and these types of guys back. And, and go from there. But really a decent option for sure at a bit of an awkward price there. Okay, last three guys. So thank you so much for, for sticking through this video. If you are new here, hit that subscribe button. There's gonna be a multitude of videos each and every week. And uh, I'd love to see you guys in that private group. You need to be in there by the start of the first game to be eligible for all the big prizes. And there'll be prizes week to week that you can be eligible for if you join in after. But obviously all the information, the five minute video chat, there's plenty going on in there week to week to uh, provide plenty of value. So thank you again for watching. Tomate Martin, good base for him. I just don't see him as a real big boom option. He's a solid wing fullback option, has the jewel, 
with the halfback as well. He can be okay for your side. If you don't want to spend up a little bit, you know, Lockie Miller's the going up to the Teddies, the Drinkwaters, well, these types of guys, then I think you can go with him and feel safe enough that he'll get a 25 to 30, but I wouldn't expect him to make a lot of money. Um, yeah, that's it there for him. Danny Levi, Starling's on the bench. He's a no, he's just not going to get the minutes. If we see him getting 80 minutes or something, then yeah, sure, but I doubt it. Never really uh, been a super good option. And then Isaac Thompson, we spoke about him a little bit earlier. A few negatives for him is the draw. They have a pretty tough draw and he's on the right side instead of Johnson's left. You got Tani Milner could potentially get his spot back in round two. And then the price is a little bit awkward. He's got the 250 Tommy Talau, Smith Shields, Alamotti, Warbrick, these types of guys. Um, and the positives are he's got the dual position. He's got the upside and he's in a good team. You know, two scores of 42 and a 38 last year shows that he's got plenty of money to make. But can you watch him in the first few weeks, see how he goes, or are you just going to go with him and see what happens? That is the value in the Cash Cows video, guys. Good luck in round one. I can't wait. My team, my team video and, and my reveal will be out tomorrow morning. I can't wait. See you guys. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.